0: This is the Fedora Chronicles Network.
1: This is the Metaphysical Connection, episode 50. I am Tumblefisk. In this special episode, Professor Walt Schnabel. Jim Loretta and my dad, Eric, talk about the secret alien agenda. What are the extraterrestrials doing here? What do they hope to accomplish? Well, Jim and dad talk about the hybridization programs, secret military bases, the 1954 Greta Treaty, the Battle for Dulce Base in 1979, abductions and experiments. With the usual adolescent banter and giver. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show.
2: I love Little Wayne.
0: Jim made the Kessel Run in 15 bar sacks. <laughs> you
2: put the Prius in overdrive.
3: You have no idea how fast I was going because I'm 50 minutes away and I left like 40 minutes ago or so.
2: I told you that I had remote viewed you going off the road and uh, <laughs> I saw a headline, Prius goes off the road rushing home to to make podcast on time. You know it's it's actually
3: I'm gonna state talk to this state
2: thing. troopers say they've they've never clocked a Prius going <laughs> that fast. <laughs> oh my god. Oh
0: so my god. What I did wanna say is that because um, when Walt walked through the door I said that this 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 is the one Podcast topic that has the highest death count because after doing all the research that I did for this week's show, you find out all these people who have, like, died of mysterious causes that's ruled as a quote, suicide, unquote. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah Eric's ma- he's making that up. He's, he's trying to. It's in
0: your show notes.
2: <clears throat> he's trying to um, pretend that there's more import than there is. He, well, he's he's hoping that um, somebody comes up behind him and slaps a poisonous rag over his face. Again,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that Kim Jong Un or whatever the hell his name is. Oh my god! My mother's oh, like, is that crazy? My mother's. Right it would be more like my mother's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> 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 he's all he's all he's all upset that it's like I said that. Uh, you know, it's like I, I keep calling him a neo-Nazi pedophile midget. You know.
2: <laughs> Why would he be upset about that? <laughs> oh
1: God!
2: So Jim, um, you're gonna, you're not going to be here uh, for next. I to to ne-
3: missed the next two Thursdays. We're flying out on the Thursday. Oh, okay. Because I'm so
2: I'm not going to be um, doing a show that. First show in March, which would be the second Thursday. Yeah. And I was thinking maybe you and Eric would do an extended version of your segment, but yeah, can't happen. So. Well, th-
3: th- March second, <clears throat> I won't be here.
2: I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. I didn't realize you were going to be. I thought you were going to be back before then, but maybe no, not? I'll be I, back I will tell you though. You'll you'll still be digesting your golden corral. Oh, God. You're you're taking too much arugula.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't check my pockets. Jim, Jim is probably going to be loading up on Doctor Physics laxatives, which reminds
2: me—no, it's
3: me. not mashed potatoes in my pocket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's
2: that running down your leg? Uh, <laughs> or apparently my— I'm just, def- I'm just happy to see you. <laughs> apparently my depends have failed again. <laughs> ah, ah, oh my God. But it's brown. Oh, gravy. It's
0: brown
3: like gravy. <laughs> You're killing <laughs> smells, me. You're killing me. Smells like hey, chicken. Listen. Go ahead. Uh, I got a uh, – I, I want to know what your take is. My uh, – no names mentioned. My uh, – this has been shared with me before by someone who works with uh, – has worked with government people and told me a few years ago that this is already a fact. And this is the first time I've come across an article that talks about it. It's, did you guys ever hear of a jump room?
0: Yes.
2: No.
3: Oh. Go go ahead.
2: Like like the one at McDonald's, you mean? That's
3: where that portal
2: goes. Oh, wait. (laughs) That might be a ballroom. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Supposedly, this guy says there's a CIA laboratory in in El Segundo, California, where you, you go into this room and you basically teleport to Mars. And he says they've been doing it for a long time. And that uh, one of the missions to Mars was merely a cover-up to set up the uh, receptacle there, so that they could start jumping. I don't know. I've been told this before, you know, but this is the first time I've seen it in print.
2: I don't know. I have never heard of it, so I don't know. It's, it sounds interesting, though.
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, and it, it, it it does have a ring of truth to it, only because of the research that I did for this week's show.
2: Is that, is that connected to the secret space program in some way, or is it like a totally separate? Uh,
3: I think it's all connected. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like, I mean, you know, in the metaphysical connection, we kind of, we really stretch out into the realms where people would just say, oh, that's hogwash right off the bat. But, like, right. I, I'm open right. to anything, and I think it's, you know, with, I think with all the technology that they've certainly captured and, and re, reverse engineered, it's, I think it's possible, you know. I mean, if Star Trek talks about it, I mean, uh, I, I think science fiction becomes science fact at some point, and I think it's our found to their uh, their writing sometimes, you know.
2: So no, I, I, I I think that there's I think it's a possibility. I think there are sort of I guess you could the best word to classify them would be like stargates um, yes. that are that are both natural um, all around the planet, and I think also I, I think part of the part of the reverse engineering, the the black ops have begun to master that kind of technology. Yeah. Where they can travel either, you know, either through wormholes or between dimensions or something. I don't know the exact nature of it. But it but it's like a it's like a simulated stargate. Yeah. That's natural to the planet. But they've they I th- I I do think they've they're working on that technology. So yeah. that may be what it is. You know, maybe they can go to the moon well, or to Mars or wherever the heck they want to go.
3: According to this uh, article, uh, the technology came from a crashed spaceship from Alpha Centauri. And that uh, uh, they used the, this technology on the ship to create wormholes to jump to different parts of the universe. And uh, evidently they reverse engineered this stuff and they're, and they're using it in this fashion. So that's, that's, that was the gist of the article.
2: Yeah, it, that makes sense. I, yeah, think I think I yeah. think it's uh, possible. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff that we just there's just so much stuff out there. We, we have and no idea what they're doing.
0: I mean, I, I don't know if you guys remember um, a couple of decades ago when the when the stealth fighter and stealth bomber were unveiled. Yes, yeah, sure. and it was just like. But the thing is, is like they they already had them for a couple of years. Already. And they just finally decided that they were going to reveal them to the world as if, oh, these are brand new. They just came right off the showroom. Wow. And uh, look at the new toys. We have look at the new toys. Now, do you now do you really want to start a war with us, asshole? You know, and it was, you know, and then you turn around and it's like that. And then all of a sudden it's like we, we, we went in. We went to war with Iran over Kuwait Right after they unveiled these, these stealth fighters, and you're kind of wondering, did they? is this somehow staged to justify? I mean, I'm not saying that Saddam Hussein had got a call from George Sr. and said, Nah, Saddam, I'm going to tell you, you're to invade Kuwait. You might want to start digging a hole <laughs> get, and getting in it. Saddam, I'm going to say it once operation panama storm i think you hear me knocking i'm coming in i'm coming in coming for your oil i'm coming for your oil you know above and beyond the oil even i think that i think they went in there to
2: i think there was alien technology that they were after
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean Cause, it's because they it's, went and
2: raided some of the um, a lot of the archaeological sites and well, stuff. Well, the like museums that they had there and stuff. I agree with that. Took stuff yeah, out. There's
0: know. stuff missing from museums that 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 we just don't right. know where they are anymore. And who
2: knows if that's not some of the technology they're using now that they're putting to work, you know? Yeah, we don't know. We have no privilege to that, yeah. Kind of thing, so, yeah, uh, but I but I do think that, um, the the. The scientific world is starting to catch up a little bit. They're they're starting yeah. to delve into the um, subatomic level of things. Yes, and I think that's where all of this stuff really takes place. Yeah, uh, on some yes. kind of subatomic level. I agree um, with you. Yeah, I I was watching a show with with Greg Braden who wrote the God Gene, and he he's yeah. a really pretty tuned up guy, and and he was talking about how they did an experiment with um, photons. Yeah. Um. I think it was photons. It a very small, small part. I think photons now is they're identifying that as perhaps the smallest particle.
0: I think there's. I think no. I think that there's there's Those smaller are. parts. There's smaller particles.
2: Maybe, maybe it wasn't a photon, then, but I, I think it was. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. So what they did was they took a photon and they divided it in half. Yeah. And and they separated them. Um, they took one and moved and took it seven miles away. Yeah, and they took the other one and moved it seven miles. So, in essence, they were fourteen miles apart, right? in in I don't know how what the you know, yeah. what the logistics of that was. so, so what they did was they was they excited one of the one of the photons. Yeah. and and the other photon, um, reacted me love you. what they do say me love you long time <laughs> <laughs> Re- reacted exactly the same way as the photon that they excited so yeah. there was a connection between the two that was yeah um, and
0: it was almost instantaneous you're, you're, they actually tried to clock it you're talking about the, quantum entanglement
2: Yes, exactly. Quantum thats exactly what it is, well, and and so that shows that there's a
0: connectedness between yeah. uh, pretty much everything. Yeah, but the thing is, I want to get back to a point that Jim had mentioned earlier. How do you excite yeah. these proton particles? I mean, do well, you that's yeah, li- I don't know. A little that's, soft music—that's that's, little...
2: uh, beyond my expertise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's. Uh,
2: yeah, Valentine's Day just passed, so maybe we should, <laughs> we should have figured that
0: out. You know.
3: Well, since you're talking about subatomics, you know. Uh, I think on a subatomic level, the, the, the cities, the, the, the special powers that can be attained through, you know, various monks through long, long years of meditation, um, they're able to, like, uh, one of the powers is to be able to pass through solid objects. My teacher told me in China, I'm not sure if it's at the Great Wall, but there is a skeleton of a monk uh, that had the ability to pass through. And eminently, he lost his concentration, or something happened. Yeah, and uh, he died within the wall, and his skeleton's like half in, half out, or partly exposed.
2: Maybe so. He, the, this,
3: this, this, this quantum entanglement, this is a very real thing. I mean, the it, thing and is,
2: it, and it's also, um, I think, the premise. What they were going back to start going to talking about Star Trek, when they, when they would. Um, what was it called when they went from one place to another? Breaking it, it, down it, it, their particles. A, a transporter. Down. The transporter. Yeah. Yeah, the
0: transporter. Right,
2: the transporter. That I think that was <clears throat> sort of the the essence of that. Yeah. They were breaking breaking the object or the person, whatever it was, down c- to to a sub subatomic level, and then transporting that Conver- or whatever, c-
0: converting matter into energy and then back to matter right. again.
3: Yeah. So I, I think that's
2: what the what the premise of, of supposedly the, whole
3: thing was. the Philadelphia experiment was about. That correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's yeah, another you know, show
0: topic right that,
2: there. That is, yeah. And to answer your earlier question, I think what they used to excite the photon was it was a uh, photon vibrator.
0: <laughs> 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 I, think that, I
2: think that was what they uh, did. I, uh, I'd forgotten I the terminology. Again. Um, so oh, anyway, yeah. I, I, I think it all ties together somehow, you know. It yeah. does. I kind of like the noise coming from. technology that we are beginning to... Have some access to, although I think they on some level there's much greater access at, at, in other realms that we don't I, I, we don't I, have access to. I,
0: I think that I think that what really sort of I don't think it bothers me anymore because I'm just so used to it. But do you remember in, in the 1980s when somebody had like decorated a Christmas tree from all these these ordinary everyday parts, hardware parts that were on display with their price tags? What what the Pentagon pays for. Like a thousand dollars for a hammer, thirteen thousand dollars for a toilet seat, and it just goes on and on. And where the and and where, the, where and that was on their Christmas tree? Yeah, they had and the guy was trying. This congressman or senator was trying to make a point of all all this waste. Mm-hmm. We're spending all this money on on everyday items, but it's like a, a nut and bolt costs like a like a couple of hundred dollars. And and the thing is, is it well? Where is this money? going. Well, it's it's because people get paid off. It's it's because some
2: congressman or senator or something has an interest in that particular thing. So the defense people fund these things by, you know, it's it's collusion. It's yeah, it's corruption. It's bribery. I mean, so it all it's it's what drives the, suppose the suppose it's what drives the machine. You know? It's
3: in the trillions of dollars they <laughs> siphon off every year. Yeah, but oh, yeah. where,
0: where does the money that they siphon off? I know that some of it accounts for corruption i mean obviously i'm not dumb yeah but where does the other unless people are getting so paid off
2: well they are and i think it gets funneled and la- the money gets laundered and channeled into different places that we all these black op broad projects yeah that- i think
3: it goes into the skunk works to build our space fleet and do other things yeah you
2: know? and why is there no oversight on that why Why is somebody not saying
3: they that's one of the things that this Congress managed a saying. long yeah. time ago to to create this government within a government within a government that no one has oversight of. Over,
0: you
2: know? yeah, yeah. uh, well, the deep state. It's yeah. It's funny that somebody doesn't, like, go over the budget, though, like, oh, line, they do. line and say, oh, they do. Okay, where, where's this like $10 million going? And, and they probably have general terms for things, you know, so that it gets taken up mm-hmm. by that. you know. But, but the thing is,
0: have you ever noticed that these people who start, like, with the exception of maybe, like, a Ron Paul... You look at these people who go through the budget line by line and they say, hey, how come we're spending so much money for styrofoam coffee cups? Do we really need to be paying $5 per styrofoam coffee cup? And then all of a sudden there's like a scandal. Like there's there's picture of them having like a, 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 a three-way with like an underage prostitute and a goat. I mean something obnoxious. Well, it's, just a, it's just lip service. That. I mean it's not yeah. – any there's no really, really. – they're not really delving into. it. But you you don't just, think that somebody gets the smackdown because they've opened their mouths once too many times probably, about. But it's
2: it's only just a surface thing. I don't think anybody ever really pays a big price for it.
0: I think that's one of the reasons why Ron Paul was so popular <clears> over <throat> the past couple of decades is because he was calling attention to this stuff. And yeah, and what happened to it? Where, you know, where did he, it, where he got it? ridiculed?
2: Yeah, where is it? Yeah, he was really exactly. hmm well, the whole yep. government needs a makeover. Let's face it; it's that's going to be part of our show. Yeah, that's it's, part it's of our just, show. It's just ridiculous.
1: The it's last thing I'm sorry. No,
2: go
3: ahead, Jim. Uh, this should segue into your show. I know, uh, Walt. You talked about <clears throat> in your email to me that uh, you listened to an interview with Bob Dean. I did.
2: Yep, I did. Very so impressive. So I, sh- I checked impressive. him out.
3: He has some like very good credentials.
2: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He's no lightweight. No,
3: you know, he's ex-military and absolutely. Um, who's upset with the government cover up of the uh, alien intelligences and you know his whole thrust is to like is is about disclosure and i have to apologize to you eric cuz the next thing i'm going to bring into this is the Anunnaki. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh you, pre, you, you preempted me john <laughs> <laughs> and
3: according to mm. h- ac- according this all webs together that supposedly they have Validated that there is a large planet. The planet Nibiru is, has this, this huge elliptical orbit. There, there's uh, saying that about 500 million years ago, when it, when it came back into the solar system, the planet Tiamat between Jupiter and Mars, uh, was destroyed, and that created the asteroid belt. They're saying that on its orbit now, it's causing you know, um, you know, earthquakes and uh, subdued sun activity and various things. Um, for us in our solar system, and um, uh, I I tied in with an article about remote viewing, and this guy said he re- he has remote remote viewed this mysterious planet X, and he says it's really like a a monster like spaceship that's hollowed out with no. aliens, these like very tall red haired aliens living in it. Um, I don't know if that's like getting too far. It was all it was on the PlanetXNews.com. But long story short, let me tie this back into Bob Dean. He says that uh, it's possibly that the Anunnaki, the, the the ones you talk about, uh, uh, Bob Enki mm-hmm. and Enlil, yeah. are possibly even though they're like they'd be very ancient now, they're possibly like still alive and manipulating things because, uh. They have uh, the technology to uh, redo their own chromosomes and almost almost achieve immortality. Yeah. So yeah. I know there's I'm skipping that. around, but <clears throat> I think it all ties together. I mean, the, this Planet X or Nibiru, the Anunnaki, um, you know, the, the vast expanses of times that they're talking about. I think it's it, – it ha- there's some validity here someplace.
2: Well, he uh, – mm-hmm. Dean – Getting back to his early um, <clears throat> history, I guess he in the early '60s he was he was a military guy. He he had very high security clearance, and he was part of a NATO installation in France before De Gaulle kicked everybody out. Um, and and he had privilege to to read this document that was commissioned by NATO on on UFOs and extraterrestrial. Yeah. Uh, Intervention in human affairs, and he said it was it was definitive proof. Yeah, they had definitive proof that there's an ex- extraterrestrial presence. Yeah, on um, on Earth, and he 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 read he had time. I guess he was just sitting around in this installation, and he said he read it like three times. And he said it was an amazing document. Yeah, and it was commissioned by NATO, so it wasn't just you know. He
3: said it changed his consciousness. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, he was a real hardcore military guy. He was he was right. a real. You know, follow yeah. orders, kind of. You know, exactly. crew, crew-cutted, you know, military type, and and now if you see him now, he's got a long ponytail, and I mean, he's real old now. He's, what did we say? He's like eighty-seven. Yeah, he's
0: pretty something. up. The, he's up there. Um, yeah, I think he is eighty-six or eighty-seven. But he
2: goes around and does these talks. Um, I yeah. don't know if he still does it or not, but but he he was actually kind of on hiatus for five years because he uh, was because it was being ridiculed and yeah. Um, but now he's back. At least when I saw this. Interview with him, he was, he was back with back. A I don't know how long ago the interview was, but uh, but he talks about the fact that there's four actually, four alien yeah. presence exactly. And this yes. may have that's, been in that's the, the
3: yes, uh-huh. this
2: may have actually been in this this document that he's talking about. He he would like to have that report come out so that you know would be exposed public. to the made world, public. made public, right? But he doesn't even know where it is now. Well, no, of course in a not. Vault somewhere, yeah. Did,
3: did you see <clears> the part where he said that uh. The reason they they may not be coming back uh, for the alien greys—is that the, they're actually androids. They're like disposable.
2: Uh, yeah, he calls them really like
3: a lot. Yeah,
2: he, go ahead. he he calls them EBEs. Yeah, uh, extra yes, extra-terrestrial, exactly. extraterrestrial biological entities. Yes, and and what they are is they're they're biological, but they're they're, but they're m- machines, more like machines. They're yeah, biological, kind yeah, ter- like androids, like Terminators. Yes, androids. Almost, yeah, yeah. Um, so they really um, only do what they're told. They're they're sort of programmed, probably, to by by a, by another intelligence of some kind.
3: How this all ties in, uh, and I'm sure you read this, Walt, is that supposedly Planet X or Planet Nibiru uh, is the home of the Anunnaki, and they came here, uh, you know, along probably more than once over advances of time right. to to in, you know to uh, involve themselves in our manipulating our genetic code. Right.
2: Interestingly, he is Anunnaki as a more generic term Yeah. for, for, um, for the intelligences that are here on earth. Yeah. Uh, so he classifies all four of the, uh, extraterrestrial races that are here impacting the human race, uh, as Anunnaki.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. using
2: it as a more generic term. Um, I'm, I'm not sure why he, he does that, but I guess he's got his reasons. I, but, um, he he feels that there's two and, and we're gonna get into this in the show, that there's there's really two directions that, that, that these um aliens are taking with the human race.
0: Apparently uh-huh. apparently we have four or six, depending on who you ask, four yeah. or six mm-hmm. different races who are all competing with each other for to, dominance to decide what's going to happen in the next phase. Of human existence, and that's mm-hmm. part of the—that's what the show is about. The alien agenda. He yeah. well, basically
3: said that we're in a zoo. Yeah, we don't realize it. We're in a zoo. Yeah, it's
0: like that old Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: exactly. What? Well, what, did um, you
3: see before you go on? Did you yeah. see uh, the, Bob Dean? Did you see the section where he talked that they inserted uh, a SEAL team t- to look at Noah's Ark up in Mount no, no, Ararat? Did you no. see that part? No, I didn't hear that. It, it, and it ties into what, what you guys interview. were just talking yeah. about about. um Artifacts, you know, in the Iraqi museum yeah. that were stolen. Supposedly, this was very hush-hush, but it all ties together. Uh, Bob Dean said that they, they inserted the SEAL team. Uh, there's, there, there's there's, there's, a lower of, of wooden ship timbers that they investigated, but they inserted the SEAL team higher up on the mountain, and they won't really talk about it, but there was something very large up there, and yeah. they brought back um, some type of artifacts from there. That it's very hush hush. Hmm. They said that the whole thing, they dated it, that it landed there. Those two things landed there about twelve thousand years ago. So it ties in, uh, you know, to the flood with the, the legend
0: flood. of the of the
2: flood.
3: One of the, exactly. It, well, that's
2: tied in. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the whole Anunnaki process too. That was that was supposedly engineered by them. The flood. Right. If if you believe yeah. um, Zitchin.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, he. He's a fan of Zitchen, isn't he, Bob Dean?
2: He is. He, he knew. He knew him actually. very much. Yeah, he, he knew Ooh. him.
0: Because yeah. the thing is, is that one of the things that Walt and I are going to do later in the show here is, is that we're going to introduce you to a couple of characters that is, it's uh, that also talk about disclosure and on, on the show page for uh, episode fifty, we actually have a video of a couple of people who worked for the CIA and black ops projects and some of their deathbed confessions wow really uh, yeah and the, and uh, and the thing is is that they all they all sort of have a rhythm to them, they all have a pattern, and they all have they have these sort of themes that they all sort of like and these people apparently they don't know each other or they knew each other long ago they don't they they haven't spoken for years, but on their deathbed confessions, they confess to a lot of things that we've already mentioned before about how there is sort of like you know. And I hate to say this because the thing is, like, I I, I don't want to get any Trekkies excited or anything like that.
3: You don't you don't hate to say it. Go ahead.
0: I love to say it. But (laughs) but apparently there is this sort of like it's not like the United Federation of Planets that you see in Star Trek. It's more like like the bar scene from the original Star Wars movie where you have these people who are sitting around drinking. And, you know, getting high off of human adrenaline and, and debating about, well, what the fuck are we going to do with archons? these... Archons? Like, these be archons? Archons and whatever. They're just sitting around wondering, well, what the fuck are we going to do with these humans? Well, you know, what are we going to do next?
2: Bob Dean talks about this Council of Five, Yeah. which, which are five different alien races that have gone... And that's very similar to the Federation yeah. in Star Trek and, and they're different um, types of aliens there's a, there's yeah. a Nordic looking alien and there's a, a more uh, gray yeah, alien the they toys. actually showed one that um, <clears throat> could the 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 eye flaps that you normally see, like yeah. in, in a gray type of alien, the big black eyes—that's actually a lens yes, that yeah. they can remove, and they, and they actually have a blue
0: eye underneath that. Yeah. Like, so
2: apparently they need some kind of a filter when they're.
0: Yeah. Apparently our yeah. our light spectrum because of the, the star the, the yeah. star where they came from their light spectrum is different than ours. Right, right. That's pretty interesting. So yeah, I mean, there's there's
2: just this this is a really a really big topic. Yeah, it of, feels like
0: of, it feels like all the other episodes that we've done so mm-hmm. far has led up to num- yeah, number five absolutely. zero. Get,
2: getting I, back, getting I, yeah, back to the um, alien, um, and we, we're probably going to talk, bring this into the show today. But um, alien abduction is is, or, is tied part. into this it's too. A huge it's part it's of a it. big part of it. And sure. There There is a guy that um, he he was connected to the. he was an American military guy, but he was connected to the to the Rendell. Rendlesham Forest yes. crash yes which was in England yep right and he apparently contacted some aliens there and um several nights later he had this very vivid dream about this council of five yeah and he woke up in the bathroom and he he was in a motel i guess or something and he had the the bill from the motel and he was he was writing a series of o's and zeros zeros and um i guess i's is the or the two the binary if
0: it's binary it's ones and zeros
2: ones and zeros yeah not eyes it's ones so it was it was a binary code and he he had written all this stuff on he almost like he channeled it yeah he didn't you know he didn't even know what it was but it's really what computers are based on right wasn't that
3: because he had actually touched the craft and all he that actually touched a craft,
2: and, and he, there were yeah, there, there were yeah. symbols on the craft that he yeah um, didn't know what they meant, but they were almost they almost looked Egyptian or did yeah. or didn't they translate or something? it?
3: Didn't they use a computer to translate? The- they, they, they did. They, 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 they entered did. it in, and, yeah.
0: it, and there's this – we're going to talk – that's that's actually a topic for another show. For the, for, we're for, we're or, actually
2: – Were you planning on talking about
0: that in the we're, show? We're going to be talking about Endlesham, The what's the name of that forest again? Okay. Rendlesham. 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 We yeah. actually actually have show notes for a future oh, episode Good. for Rendlesham Forest. We're going to spend there. an entire – Two hours talking about that that incident,
2: but the interpretation for it wasn't it wasn't clear because some of it was a little skewed. But yeah, um, it was a warning to yeah. the human race. Basically, is
0: what it was. That, that's another changing. that's another theme that keeps popping up yeah. again yeah. and again. It
3: does. It does. And uh, I think last was it the last show I said about the uh, the Zuni medicine man that said that there you know it's a warning. There's a lot of warnings and nobody's really paying attention. So. Anyway, I'll let you guys get to your show.
2: Hey, Jim, before you leave, I have something for you uh, Go ahead. that I thought you would enjoy. Uh, it's totally off topic, but um, I think you'll get it. Who you'll, cares? You'll get it. Yeah, Do we care yeah. about off topic? <laughs> no, we don't. It's never stopped us. <laughs> no, um, never. When, when, when Eric and I came back from the break, we talked about some some things we were reading yep. currently. This was after Christmas. Yep. And one of the things I, I mentioned was the, um, the Bruce Springsteen autobiography mm-hmm. that he came out with. Um, and I don't think you're necessarily a fan of his, but for um, for the, for the les- listeners who, who haven't heard previous shows, Jim and I both grew up in New Jersey, in in a very similar time frame, um, and as did Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. So so one of the one of the chapters he's he's talking about his early um, like kind of teen years when, when he was getting into bands and things like that, and and he talks about the uh, sort of the social order. And Jim, I know you can relate to this. I don't, I don't know about Eric, probably not so much. But um, he talked about the kind of two subgroups there were. There were the the more collegiate kind of kids. Oh that were, yes. were Yes, I know and, all about that. And um, and they were they were kind of the preppy. They would be called hey. preppies now. At the time, they weren't called.
3: Oh God! I can't believe you're bringing this up. This is going put me in the way back machine. Yeah, definitely. Right. Well, we'll
2: wait thing. here. Wait, wait till you hear this. So, so the other subgroup were the greasers. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. which um, Jim, you might have known, which I,
3: which I was part.
2: <laughs> you might have, you might have known a Jimmy few Jimmy Jive is
3: in my yearbook.
2: But, but he talked about, um, yeah, right, exactly. That was your kind of your nickname or something, wasn't it? Yeah, Jimmy Jive. Right. He Jimmy talked Jive. about when he played at dances, and, and and I guess Bruce Springsteen really didn't fit into either group. He was sort of a his own subgroup of just weird. Yeah, know. just
0: like yeah, just like and me. So and my he friends. played in
2: the, he played in these groups and and the you know the greasers would be on one side and the and the preppy guys or people would be on the other side and they they sort of didn't and yeah. Co-mingle, you know, uh, until they started dancing, and then everybody yeah. got on the dance floor. So it was yeah, so right. music. The, I guess his theme was that music was kind of a universal theme that brought them all together. Interestingly yeah. enough, at least while they were dancing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this is how he described the uh, the greasers. I think you'll appreciate this. Now, keep in mind that this is this is a hyphenated word. Okay, this is one long noun, I guess. Um, okay, or, or adjective maybe. You're, you're the real English guy, so I'll let you determine that part. But here it goes. Um, so he says, the greasers were a teen subcult. And here's the hyphenated word. Leather jacketed, shark skin suit wearing, see-through nylon sock clinging, beat your ass with an Italian shoe, pompadoured, preening, take more time to get ready for school in the morning than my Aunt Jane, Fight with you at the drop of a hat. Italian descended, don't give a fuck about you, inhabitants of their own terrestrial universe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
2: my God, that's, that's perfect! I thought you'd like that, Jim. Oh my yeah. God, <laughs> Is that not oh my good? God, that's so good? Oh, um, I love it. He's
0: right. He's right. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, he nailed it.
2: On. Spot he nailed, on. He yep. nailed it right. And there's there's just tons of that stuff in the book. He, the oh, book is is that was so good. Whether you like music or not, the book is right. is so well oh, written so and, and lyrical. It's as good as his his ly- his wow. best lyrics in his songs. You right? know, I I'm gonna say something. I mean, he's done that. And he's, yeah. he's done that in describing his group he's done things like that like different members yeah, of his yeah. group you know right uh,
3: now that's a big, why I, big
2: hyphenated word like that yeah
3: uh, uh, what's his name uh, Bob Dylan uh, no no Lily Hammer uh, his uh, the guy that wears the bandana in his group
0: oh uh
2: Zandt mm-hmm. yeah Zan? Zan.
3: he's
2: yeah, he he, one of his he, best friends
3: yeah that bring, that he, his, he he comes to mind when you with that word
2: well his character on the Sopranos yeah. He, was on the yeah. he was still on The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, great. I mean, they, they all kind of fit that. But that, that's like New Jersey in a oh, that's in New nutshell. Jersey. Yeah. Oh,
3: my God, that's so good. I that thought you'd so enjoy that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
2: Yep. Anyway, good good all place right. to, to leave you, I guess. Uh, I'll
3: see you guys in three weeks. Sorry, this has to be so long. Yeah, yeah well, it's okay. Uh, if it's you okay. want
2: to come... Um, remotely from Florida, and report on the report on the
0: generic or the the geriatric extraterrestrials you've seen down there. <laughs> well, hey, let me and let me just put this invitation out there to you, if. Uh if you are if you have access to a computer or something like that you know get on the skype and we can if any big huge major news story comes up I think that that would be a great way for us to talk about it while you're gone if you can okay.
2: like if you okay. break okay. like well, if you if the you break in the
3: flying times it's on a th- both Thursdays, I'm traveling, so okay. it's not going to.
2: If you break into Miralago and and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and get some in, in, inside information on the on the, oh, on the Trump yes. presence yeah. there, yeah. I know there's got to be some extraterrestrial presence in there somewhere. I mean, he
0: is an orange amphibian. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, you, know, you got you to think there's something <laughs> going on there. You know, I don't know, but Gosh, anyway, anyway, I know you'll be with us in spirit, Jim. So All right. uh, have so a great
0: you, vacation, pal.
2: Okay, take see care, you, Jim.
3: See it down the road. Okay.
0: okay bye.
2: Uh, that was good. That was a good she segue. She's right. gonna <laughs> make it
0: to the night. She's gonna make it to the night. So, which, which is your favorite version of a song, Blinded by the Light? Is it Manfred for Man oh, or is it... Of course did, not. Or is it... That's, that's a pop version. It's gotta
2: be in Springsteen version. Really? Oh, yeah. That's huh. the original. It's the best. It's the... One of the songs that got me turned on to him.
0: Really? Way back then. Blinded by the Light? Yeah.
2: It's his, his lyricism at its best and yeah. nobody sings Springsteen like Springsteen,
0: Springsteen I don't know because for me it's like Bob Dylan it was like there's some some songs that Bob Dylan is just uh, his voice is a little um...
2: yeah but it's not about the voice it's about the um, yeah it's about the um, inflection and the, and the energy and yeah it's no I, I know that there's way better singers than Bob Dylan obviously they don't bring the same yeah um, Approach, yeah, to the, to the song that the, that the artist does. The artist, it's it's
0: personal, you know, yeah. It, you know? But the, but the thing is, is that it and was like, so. No, I, I think because the thing is, is that uh, I mean, my favorite version of all along the watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, it's obviously, yeah. And and I actually, well, I, I,
2: I can't say that there so, the two versions are so different that yeah, it's um, hard for me to pick. I think
0: yeah. Because it's But the like thing Apples and oranges Because the thing is Is that But there's There's also so much Emotion And so much baggage Attached to Jimi Hendrix's version Because it's like If you're going to have A movie about Vietnam In the 1960s mm. Or just the 60s You have to have um, That uh, The the beginning Of uh, All Along The Watchtower That you know Yeah Ching, ching, yeah. Well it's ging, it's, ging. it's a totally different is Feeling Yeah Both good yeah so now that, now that we've gotten that out of the way are, are we gonna are you gonna broadcast that? I think so yeah I think, I think, I think okay. that, that's interesting All right so here we're here the big five up big five zero and I think that before we get on with the show topic I think that one of the things that's important is that doing the show has really expanded my consciousness and I think that I'm a lot more open to new ideas and new thoughts Good.
2: I, I think that um, I've discovered a lot of things and new avenues of yeah. research and, and, you know, I almost always run across something that startles me when, yeah. when I'm researching one of our yeah. topics. It's just, you know, it's a good vehicle for um, just, like you said, expanding your, yeah. your thought patterns yeah. and expanding your your approach to things, I think. Yeah. Maybe just how you view life, mm-hmm. I guess in some ways. Yeah, I think there's, there's more out there than we know. Um, and we're just what's, squ- what's the Shakespeare quote, there's, there's, there's more under under heaven and earth than dreamt of in your philosophy,
0: something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: that's kind of the, what I feel, you know, the, the more I look into things, the more I learn, and the more I, the more it opens up new avenues for for viewing things, I think. So
0: I think that let's carry on. Let's carry on. The one thing that I do have to say is that um, I always knew that what we're being told in the mainstream media is nonsense. Mm. It's make believe mm-hmm. nonsense. It's a watered down version of what is really happening in the world. And I think that a lot of the things that the really like the important news items that should be news items never make it into the news. Things are just never reported, no, the they're
2: news. or or underreported, or underreported, as, as our friend Donald would say.
0: Yeah, um,
2: yeah, it's true, and and the whole intention behind that, I think, is is to keep the human race in in a state of um, amnesia. Sort yeah. of. that's what Graham Hancock's yeah. um, terminology is. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's true. So we don't remember our, or or become aware of our are true higher self yeah i think and and everything is geared toward that the, the media the yeah pop culture everything is is geared to keeping us at a lower vibrational yeah. level and we, we've covered this before yeah. so this is, this is not a new topic but no. we're, it's it's a perfect way to start the topic for today i think because yeah. well, that's what really what it's all about
0: and like and like i had said to carol this morning when we were talking about this this is one of those this is the show that it feels like the first 49 shows was, is leading up to show 50 that everything that we've talked about has led to this point in time Mm -hmm. and that show 51 is probably going to be just like episode one that we started last year, but we're going, it's, it's going to be going in further deeper. Like we've come to this point when we've come to, we've come to this threshold. And then episode 51 is going to be a first step towards the next threshold. That's how I see it. That's I, how I feel. I,
2: I just, just had a revelation. Yeah. Um, show 51. Yes. Should be about Area 51.
0: <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> there it is right there. I man. think it, it, just, I, it just popped I, that, into I my th- head. I think that that's perfect. I just channeled that from somewhere. Yeah. but So anyway, I mean, the topic this week is alien agenda or alien agendas because Mm. apparently according to who you listen to and who you talk to there are more than one multiple there are multiple there are multiple alien races and there are multiple agendas Mm -hmm. and the thing is is that how far back do you want to go with this do you want to go with the anunnaki we've done that we've gone that far here's one thing that we've never talked about in all of the 50 shows, that, the 49 shows or 50 shows that we've done so far, we've never actually talked about the 1954 Grenada Treaty. And a lot of people are kind of like, well, what the, what is that? Yeah, What is that all about? And apparently, and I'm just going to read just like the couple of paragraphs here, or just a couple of sentences. On the night and early hours of February 20th to 21st, that's coming, that's coming up. 1954, while on vacation in Palm Springs, California, President Dwight Eisenhower went missing and allegedly was taken to Edwards Air Force Base for a secret meeting. When he showed up the next morning at a church service in Los Angeles, reporters were told that he had to have an emergency dental treatment the previous evening had visited a local dentist. Blada, blada, blada. The event is possibly one of the most significant American presidents could have ever conducted an alleged first contact meeting with extraterrestrials at Edwards Air Force Base at the beginning of a series of meetings with different extraterrestrial races that had led to a quote treaty that was eventually signed. This is important because if you look at a lot of what a lot of people have to say, this is the treaty when. Eisenhower had agreed with these alien races. It's okay for you to abduct human beings to perform examinations of just examinations right. in exchange for technology. technology. Yeah. I, I've read about that. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, if that's true, it's pretty interesting. And then, and thing. then things, and then things got out of hand. And then there was a guy by the name of Philip Schroeder, who, um, and well, supposedly the, the the aliens or the alien race that
2: this treaty was negotiated with uh, was it just one or more than one? It was, it, it was it, a gray, it, was
0: Initially, it? it was the grays, right. and then it was. Uh,
2: they apparently are deceivers. They, yeah, you know they they say one thing and do another. Yeah, which I think I think Eisenhower got duped if yeah. if, if in fact that did really happen. Um, and they kind of overstepped their boundaries, and you know, they so they they are abducting a lot more people than than what they agreed upon. Apparently, at whatever the number is, I don't know. But so that's one of the things that came out. Why is it called the Grenada Treaty? I have Where no that idea. From? That's weird. I was just think of the Grenada
0: invasion. Oh, I mean, you look at the look look at the spelling. Off of have, South do America. Your, do you have your <clears> show notes? Yeah, I actually, for the people listening, I, I actually. They actually compiled show notes again. How would you pronounce pronounce that?
2: I'm trying to find it.
0: It's on the top of the page, right under.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, there's no N in it. It's Greta.
0: Greta. Greta. I gre-ada. thought it was not Grenada.
2: Grenada, but it's Greta.
0: The Greta treatment. It's
2: got the word R E A D in it, like read. Yeah. So it's Greta, or or just Greta.
0: The Greta treaty. Greta treaty. Yeah. All right.
2: I wonder where that came from. I've never even heard that word. Yeah, that's
0: interesting. There's something about my dyslexia that just throws yeah it in comes extra through letters. all the time. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that so there's this guy a couple of decades later. There's a guy by the name of Philip Schroeder who came forward, and he died of mysterious causes back in 1996. And his, his original education was in geology, mm-hmm. and he was hired.
2: Well, was he a he was a self taught geologist?
0: Was yeah. A self taught geologist. Yeah. And he was hired by the military or while he was in the military to build underground bunkers that literally cost billions of dollars. And it takes like two years for them to carve out of mountains. Like Cheyenne mountain is a example of one of these. Mm -hmm. Where's that? Uh, Is that Wyoming? Yes. Mm No, um, um, Colorado, Colorado. And he says that there are duplicates of Cheyenne mountain everywhere Mm -hmm. with secret, Entrances.
2: Right.
0: Whereas like if there's a house at the base of the mountain and you go in the basement, you can go <laughs> right. into the underground in, into a much bigger complex, a much bigger complex. Right. And you think we have complexes. And he goes off and he is talking about how he claims that he has um, there are one hundred and twenty nine deep underground facilities that he believes that were constructed since world war II, And he has claimed to have worked on 13 of them. And two of these bases um, are really huge in the realm of the alien agenda. And one here is called um, Dulce, the Dulce base in New Mexico. I think it's Dulce, Dulce, New Mexico. Yeah. I heard about that.
2: Bob Dean talks about that one.
0: And the thing is, and he was talking about how this is where, they have like an underground. That's like their home base for here in North America, mm-hmm. and that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of them under living underneath grounds, and they have their own floors in this multi-story complex built underneath the mountain, or built under the ground, or whatever that human beings are not allowed to go to. And that's where they bring a lot of human beings. So what are they doing down there? That's that's my question. Well, apparently that... And we, we were talking about um, those the race of aliens that live off of negative emotions. You call them archons? Well,
2: that's one of the terms, yeah.
0: And the thing is, is that they feed off of negative loche, whatever. Yeah, yeah fear. Alleg-
2: human, human fear.
0: Yeah. Allegedly, the aliens... Use adrenaline, human adrenaline, as a narcotic, and they harvest it from the adrenal gland while they're t- torturing and terrifying human beings that they have uh, they've abducted. Huh, nice. Does that not? Does that it's not a, sound it's like their it's drug of choice? Huh? Yeah, and apparently back in the early nineteen hundreds, the the artificial uh, what's 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 the artificial name for adrenaline? Um, epinephrine i think it's called mm, yes i think okay.
2: that's correct they, they use that in
0: uh,
2: surgery right for for anesthesia i
0: think no i think it's like yeah. when you start to have a heart attack they hit you with the epinephrine oh, oh, to get okay. you, get Yeah, you. i'm thinking of something else yeah you're right or it's like it like where the epi pen <clears throat> comes from oh yeah 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 that's right that is, EpiPen. And a, EpiPen and, is it counters um allergic reactions yeah and apparently yeah. and, and apparently They tried to pass off the epinephrine to the greys in an effort to get them to stop. And there's something about the epinephrine that is not, it's not as high, it doesn't give them the natural high that they're looking for. Hmm. They they have to harvest the adrenaline from terrified, scared children, especially children and human beings. Nice, nice. uh, Sounds, sounds nice, huh? Nice neighbors. nice, Nice agenda. And then in 1979, there was a, a, a shootout at Dolce Base, where there were 66 Secret Service agents, FBI, black berets were all killed, along with a whole number of grays. And there was apparently it was like Star Wars, but <laughs> under underground. 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 <laughs> yep. And the thing is that apparently that the um, Philip Schneider lost half of his hand. Through one of these beams that he was he was shot with, and there's pictures of him holding up his hand, and so you can actually see his you hands. can actually see his hand, and something awful has happened. It looks as if it's like if you look at his hand, it just looks like something just like like a diagonal like kind of incised it. Yeah, yeah, Cauterized the wound and all like that, and he goes and he goes off to say that since 1979, that there have been a lot of encounters. With the greys that have not been, really, all that nice. That have not yeah. been like your Close Encounters of the Third Kind kind of movement. That the thing we're, is, is that it's sort of evil intentions. And apparently, uh, Jimmy Carter found out about this. You remember Jimmy Carter? Right? I do. I do remember Jimmy. Yeah. Apparently, he found out what the greys were doing, and he had dispatched the C- US uh, special special forces to put an end to what the greys were doing underground. And uh, Apparently, that uh, since then we've had we've been enjoying a cold war with the Grays. Huh. If that does
2: When you talk about the Grays, you're talking about the EBEs that Bob Dean talks about. The uh, yes, extra test, extraterrestrial biological entities. Yes. Or is, or is this like
0: a race of beings that is just? Could you say yes regular, to regular beings? Could you say yes to both? I mean, they. I, well, mean, I don't app- know. I mean, I, ac- I mean, according <clears throat> to Philip Schneider. Mm-hmm. They're one and the same. I mean, when he talks about the Grays, he just means the Grays. Yeah, but but
2: like the Grays that um, were apparently inhabiting the the spacecraft at Roswell. Yeah, I think were EBEs. Right, um, and they apparently have no. They're they're more like robots kind of yeah. with with a biological yeah. component. Um, in other words, they're living, but they're but they're really sort of machines. Yeah. now I think there might be two types of greys I think they're greys that are actually that's their that's what they are as beings and then these are created by the other greys are created by a, by another race
0: yeah um,
2: I'm not sure I don't know there's a little bit of confusion on that but uh, at any rate they, they the greys always seem to have some kind of nefarious intention right um, I mean they're the ones that abduct people um, and do Medical experiments for for the right. most part those seem to be negative. Although sometimes people report that they're they're pleasurable experiences. Yeah. So uh, less of those kind of experiences I think than than yeah. negative ones where they're probed and you know prodded and who knows what kind of you know there's there's uh, genetic material yeah. extracted from from the humans and things right. like that. There I, I think there's an ongoing alien. Genetic manipulation. There's a harvesting project. Yeah, there's a breeding Mm -hmm. program. Yeah, I think I think they're maneuvering, still maneuvering human DNA, Um, and maybe there's a couple different kinds of aliens that are doing different things to different humans. You know, I I do think there's a an intention around it to create humans that have um, x amount of alien DNA embedded in there, so that they can sort of mingle with humans and not be noticed or just still
0: have an alien agenda or just live here on the planet planet earth and do the bidding of Mm -hmm. their their parents without having to worry about you know the light spectrums that bother them and right um, well i think the there we go
2: the anunnaki there you go get that bell out there it's out um (laughs) they way back when they you know they they engineered us genetically originally yeah. uh, we've talked about this multiple times now but I, I also think they embedded something in our genetics to um keep us enslaved yeah um what it, whatever that is i don't know i think it i think it's part of how we resonate or something like that with different yes. things um and this is actually going to be thematically part of my book i'm working on so yeah so i'm kind of cramming this in here but um so but but moving forward, I think that I think that whole agenda has has moved forward into the into the present with with um a group that um called the Brotherhood. Yeah. Or, or the Cabal or or who whoever wh- whatever term you want to call them. Right. The Illuminati. There's a lot of different terms. There's a lot of different organizations that have that kind of an agenda. And it's not just one. It's not just No, it's just a bunch one. of different ones. And, they, and I think they have their own kind of subgroups yeah. too. Yeah. Um, there's a skull and bone society made up of a lot of, you know, people. From Yale,
0: people essentially. from Yale, essentially.
2: Uh, people that we would know, yeah. like the Bushes.
0: And, and John Kerry. Uh, and John Kerry.
2: And, uh, you know, people like that who become, get into prominent roles in the government. Uh, yeah. But but that's sort of the government uh, arm maybe of yes. this whole organization, and
0: there's the entertainment industry, which I think is kind of controlled by the Illuminati. And um, science, and so I know, I know, I know, we're going to get an, a, another nasty email, about Scientology, because apparently Scientology is the re, quote religion unquote or the cult that that is in charge and trying to manipulate the the entertainment industry, and I think that a lot of the entertainers that are are representing Scientology, oh. I really have not been doing the cult or the group any favors because of, I mean, people like Tom Cruise and his crazy right. behavior. John Travolta. Yeah. So. Not so much John Travolta though. I don't mm, think John. I don't know. I think he's a little uh, more covert about what he does, yeah. but, you know, but I'm anyway, not sure. So, so that reminds me to get back to, here's, here's a, here's three other names that, that I need to remind you of. Um, John Mack and we actually did an entire show talking about John Mack and alien abductions. Mm-hmm. He was the Harvard professor right. who was trying to debunk alien abductions. Right. And, and it, it turned out, he said, you know, there's something more here. There's something more going on here. Mm-hmm. And he published a book that turned the world upside down, talking about how, listen, this is a real phenomenon. We need to sort of take this seriously. The, the ironic thing is that he set out to...
2: Disprove yes uh, the the fact that there were alien abductions yeah. and, and Harvard funded this study uh, and it turned out that what he what his findings were were counter to what. They were looking for. Right. And, and Harvard was most unhappy about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, they didn't they deny him um, I, I, a full prof-
0: prof- I think they. I think they shut him something. down. I think they did not grant him. Um, yeah. He ended, and, up, he ended up leaving Harvard. I and he think. and he wound up passing away in uh, in 2002. Mm-hmm. And then we have David- It's groundbreaking work, though. It is. Yeah. It is. And the thing is, is that he, but he's one of the reasons why people take the idea of Or the notion of aliens, alien abduction seriously? Yeah.
2: Well, he's he's pretty legitimate. Yeah. You know his credentials are legitimate. Then we want to. And he did a a a real scientific approach to it.
0: Yeah, I mean he he used the scientific method. He did. He He
2: did. Yeah. And and came to a, you know, what seems to be a logical conclusion that all these people are not hallucinating or making these experiences up. They have
0: some commonality to them. So, and, then, and then we have um, David M. Jacobs, uh, American historian and recently retired associate professor of history at Temple University, specializing in 20th century American history, sexual and mental abuse. And he started his own research mm-hmm. into people claiming that they have been sexually abused or sexually molested, beaten and tortured, most specifically tortured in the middle of the night by these so-called grays, mm-hmm. allegedly. And then you have Paul Benowitz, who was an American business, um, business leader. He, he came to the conclusion in his area, in his territory where he did most of his work and all this, he came to some kind of conclusion. And he's sort of vague on how he came about this, that there are these, there's an underground base, not too far from where he was living. Hmm and and he de- what was he basing on that on do you know um for some reason, like with all of his travels, he noticed there were a lot of loose threads coming along a, a lot of weird activity yeah, odd odd things he was noticing a lot of odd things <clears throat> and one of the things that he, one of the conclusions that he came up to is that that um after watching a couple people going through this um hypnotic state where they go into Mm -hmm. um, deep trance deep trance and regressed memories Mm -hmm. or suppressed memories a lot of people were saying that they were brought to this location where experiments were done to them and then they were brought back home tucked back in the bed as if nothing happened and he he had passed away on June 23rd 2003 starting to see a trend here in these people passing away and a lot of these people had said that the part of the the alien agenda is not just taking control over over politics and entertainment and the media and whatever, but they are also having a an actual real physical presence here on Earth, and it's tied in with the military. Whereas, you know, the aforementioned Area 51 is just one of the locations where people are being abducted, brought to these locations, have things done to them. They have adrenaline harvest from their bodies, other, where they're having semen or they're having um, um, eggs. eggs harvested mm-hmm. from. Extracted.
2: Them. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, what's going on with that? I, you know, what are they doing? And what's, why and what's are they their doing this? Yeah. what What's going on? I, I think they're creating hybrids, alien human hybrids yeah. that... Um, are going to do their bidding, I guess. Is, is all, that'll infiltrate the human race, or we're or, or are infiltrating the human race? I mean, if somebody looks like a human, you know, you, you assume they're human, you right? Know? And and they may have, and and they may be more programmable, yeah, than you know humans that don't have. I mean, I think we all have some alien DNA from way back in our from, from the age, from, but,
0: from the Anunnaki,
2: yeah. Um, but but these people, and and who knows if there aren't different races of aliens in infusing their DNA, you know? So you have competing
0: alien human yeah. hybrids. Yeah. Who knows? It's a possibility. Every, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of things going on, and there's a lot of strange mm-hmm. military programs that are going on, a lot, and a lot of people are just scratching their heads, like we talked about with Jim. Right, right. Like, I mean, you, you, look at, you look at the entire stealth program project. Where did that come from? Who knows? Yeah.
2: Reverse engineered stuff, probably. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Anyway, yeah. I don't know.
0: And there are also all these sightings. Anything
2: that, that kind of just springs up, like, out of nowhere, you have to th- right. figure that it's probably reverse engineered.
0: And, and there's also a lot of sightings of, of a lot of strange aircraft coming out of places like Area 51, these triangular-shaped aircraft right. that are flying, and they're, mm-hmm. and, and they're performing aerial acrobatics that are just not possible with technology with, with our today, technology. That we, that we, technology, as we know right, it Right.
2: well you know I guess there's two there's two ways to look at it there's um, I, I think there's you know there's a there's a duality here which which there kind of always is yes and getting back to the you know to the Anunnaki brothers Enki yeah. and Enlil which we talked about earlier um, well they they each had their own agenda for the human race one, yeah. one Enki was was the guy who pretty much engineered the human race early mm-hmm. on so they were sort of his creation in, yeah. some, in some sense not totally but and then enlil was was more anti-human he he was more humans kind of annoyed yeah he was and, yeah. And, and he had a he had a thing where he wanted to really reduce the human population right yeah which um you know this brings up another whole topic of reducing the human population that's that's one of the apparently one of the agenda items of the of the new world order which we 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 actually done a show on the new world order but we we we
0: mentioned them we have we have we have talked about like the world banks and we i think
2: yeah and we haven't done a specific show on that that yeah we've we've touched on it many in many different ways yes um so anyway there was this uh now this is this is an article that came from the new york times Back in two thousand nine, so yeah. it's back a little ways, and it, it never got much much attention, of course um, but there was a meeting in in England of the billionaires club mm-hmm. did, have you heard of this I have, and attending this meeting were the, you know the 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 richest people on the planet, basically,
0: yeah, um, the top one percent yeah
2: yeah, oh yeah the the elite you know what we classify as the elite anyway, which is not a surprise people know no. about that's a fairly common term now, I think. I don't think people really know the extent of what their what their philosophy is, but um, they they accept the fact that there's a group of people that consider themselves elite from everybody else and and have a whole bunch of money. Sure. So, so you've got people like George Soros, the the guy the guy from Microsoft, Bill Gates. uh, Bill Gates. Yeah, I think he was the one that actually brought everybody together. Yeah. Um, you had uh, Ted Turner, the guy that you know that. Is, but, is he still, yeah, he, does he still run CNN? Or I
0: don't. I I did, did he give up ownership of it? Apparently yeah. he retired, but he still has some, he some has control over his right? control, yeah.
2: Um, then there's David Rockefeller. Of Something course, you yeah. get, Gotta get a Rockefeller in gotta there. Gotta get Rocky in there. Um, and then there was uh, Mike Bloomberg. Uh, yeah. They've the got ex-mayor of New York. Yeah. Which, which is strange. Um, but he's a billionaire. So, oh, of yeah. course, oh, you expect yeah. him like to a show billionaire. up. Now, here's the strangest one of all, I think. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, that's not strange at all. Well, I mean, well, first of all, she's a black female, so that makes it a little strange. Um, <laughs> these other guys are old white guys, you know, yeah. basically. Um, but she was invited for more, for and, and some of this some of this spin is coming from David Wilcock. I, I was listening yeah. to something he was talking about.
0: I think he's one of them, by the <clears throat> way. But that's a different story. You know,
2: I I, I, don't, I don't know about that. We'd probably differ on that, but.
0: No, um, I mean when I say he's one of them, I mean I'm not saying he's one of the billionaires. I'm saying that he's one of them. Well, who who do you mean them? Well, I mean, like, I, I mean, I think that yeah, I, I think that he, I think he's he's a rogue hybrid.
2: I oh, think dear. that he's oh. yeah. No, I, my my spin on him is that he's trying to enlighten the human race with this that's stuff he's that's bringing why, forward. That, that's
0: why I think he's a rogue
2: hybrid I well, think it it he's be. trying to elevate be, but the human but there, race. again there's two there's two strands right. of um, alien intention you know yeah and he may be on the positive side right know. and, and maybe I don't know he does look a little strange but um anyway, that's neither here nor there so anyway he he's talking about how um everybody at this meeting got 15 minutes to to bring forward what they thought was the most important agenda item for um you know for their philosophical viewpoint on the human race i guess or where the human race is going you know and the and the consensus was that um overpopulation was the biggest concern sure human overpopulation and a lot of people would actually Um, agree with that as well well yeah but it's a it's a little bit uh questionable when you start thinking about reducing
0: the human population right. in some shape or form. We're not talking birth control. We're talking about Yeah, No, we're talking euthanasia. about different um,
2: ways of doing that, like chemtrails and, yeah. and those kinds of nefarious type of techniques. Um, so apparently when this topic came out, Oprah, to her defense, I guess, who I think she was invited as a kind of positive spin on the whole thing. Sure. You know? We want everybody... has got a good image. She's like everybody kind of thinks of, not everybody, yeah. but a lot of people view her as a positive, you know, move, moving in a po- moving the human um, race in a positive direction or, yeah. or attempting to anyway. Uh, although she's making a lot of money doing it, so. Sure. <clears throat> Which sometimes the two things don't go together. But anyway, she got so disgusted by this whole line of thought that she actually literally threw up and yeah. left left the the meeting yeah so you know i guess that says something good about her but um so you know so so these guys got together these people got together and they they came up with the idea that you know the, the human population needed to be sort of cold cold so to speak now if if you think about have you have you delved too much into the um georgia guidestones yes do do you know much about that? One one of the tenets on that—that's supposed to be a set of tenets for the human race to sort of a new ten commandments. So yes, guess, like tenet. a
0: new wage ten commandments. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, one, one of the um, one of the top tenets of that is is controlling human population. Yeah. Is that not true?
0: I believe it is true. Yeah.
2: Uh, but nobody really knows who was the creator of that. Yeah. It's a, it's a well kept secret. But there's a lot of thinking that it's um, Ted Turner. Yeah, because Georgia, he's a he's a Georgia kind of guy. Yeah, know, that's where they're located. We could probably do a whole show on
0: on Ted Turner
2: on well on Ted in the Georgia Guidestones too. Yeah, that's a big thing. Um, so that's kind of interesting that that these people are getting together and discussing this kind of thing. You know, yeah, and it all kind of channels into control of the human race in some way, in some shape or form. in various ways. Um, interestingly enough, Wilcock was talking about. Um, how different aspects of pop culture are, are geared toward this. Yeah. and one of the, one of the videos that he cited was a video by Lil Wayne. Oh yeah, uh, Lil um, Wayne. Lil Lil, Lil
0: Wayne. L- I love Lil Wayne. You do? No. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say. I was a making odd, odd I, I, choice I, there. I I remember when <clears throat> Katie Couric was doing an interview of of Little Wayne. Oh, that
2: must have been enlightening.
0: Yeah, and then of course you know interviewing other other um, other celebrities and. Justin Timberlake was like, "I love Little Wayne," and I was just like, "That's a little, that's a little, a little over the top, just little there. over the top." Just no, to they're, t- they're all Illuminati, so they t- Tone know. it down. A they a all little. kind of hang together. Tone it down. I love Little Wayne,
2: but um, this video. Who I don't think Little Wayne is the main. It might be his song or something, and yeah. I, I, I don't have the particulars on it. I love Little Wayne, but um, there's a lot of really odd imagery in the song. There were yeah, um, and one of them shows. Um, the guy that's in the video—he's another rapper. Some somebody Sean—I I don't know rappers that well, but Big Sean, P. Or, Diddy, Combs, Big or something. Sean? No, no, him. Was another Sean, I think. I love Little Wayne. Anyway, I, I don't have the names straight, probably, but—but but the point is that um, they show him in a doorway, which is very similar to the to the to a Masonic kind of structure. Okay. With columns. Sure. And the house number. It's like three six three, but the six in the middle is is obscured, mm-hmm. so it looks like thirty three, yeah, which is the masonic number for the highest <laughs> okay order of, yeah. of masons. Yeah. Um, and then in the video, there's there's a lot of very kind of disturbing imagery about yeah. severed bodies and um. There's there's one scene with a pink elephant, an, an, an actual elephant, dyed pink or painted pink or something. Okay. Um, so and this, this gets pretty interesting because it gets into Disney. Yeah. Cause we've talked, we've talked about Disney before and I, I'm not sure that you're completely in agreement with me on this. Cause
0: what is it that you think's going on with Disney?
2: Well, I think Disney's an element of this whole
0: Oh yeah, movement.
2: Um, but, but, you know, it's masqueraded as Disney's is all sweetness and light, you know, with, with, the intention of Disney and Disneyland yeah. and Disney world and all that stuff is supposed to be kind of the American dream, like right. the American ideal or, or, you know, or,
0: or however you want to classify. Can I just interject something here? Go ahead. When my family and I went to animal kingdom, which is a part of Disney parks,
2: it is such a beautiful place. Yeah, we, we visited, we, we visited this once before Eric.
0: Well go ahead. If you have a point, go ahead. And we never we never wanted to leave. Mm. Well, there was there something go. about it. Is, is there's that, something is, is, doesn't about, that not tell you something? And I'm not saying that there's something nefarious about it, but there's something about it. There's something I, I mean you, you it, don't think that your your pleasure centers were, were activated by this? Oh I don't think way. I know.
2: Okay. Well there I mean that says it all right there. It, and, and, in and some the, sense. And you
0: didn't even realize it. And and the entire the, the entire Animal Kingdom Parks. Mm-hmm. Is the personification of perfect as you would expect human civilization to be. Well that's what they would have you believe. That's what that's they the, would that's have. That's the you illusion be. that's created. The, the we, I mean, we don't know about the weird shit that everybody who works there is happy to be working there. Everybody I mean, by the just, way, I
2: just saw in the news the other Disney just raised its daily rate to yeah. so one hundred and twenty-four dollars per person.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Now you better, you know, you better give me a lot for. I'm not that I'm going to go to Disneyland or Disney World anyway, but one hundred twenty-four bucks is a that's an expensive ticket for one person. For one person. For one for one day. day. Yeah. yeah, that's an expensive ride. You better. You better it deliver. it be a good ride, man. You, you better freaking deliver. I, I, that's what I'm saying. So anyway, getting back to my point, I was making with with the Little Wayne video, the pink elephant is appears in now you. It's kind of comical when you when when I
0: say pink elephant. What do you think of? Oh, I I think like when you see pink elephants, you what does that mean? You've either had too much to drink or you're inebriated in some some sense, right? Um,
2: Well, that's the image that we have. However, it goes back to the pink elephant goes back to the I guess it was made in the '40s. Dumbo. Uh huh. Do, Do you remember when Dumbo had the vision of the pink elephants? Um, do you remember Dumbo? Um, um, yeah, I do remember Dumbo, but remember. not so much that specific no. part of it. Well, no. there's a part where he gets like, I guess he gets drugged or something, or drunk. Yeah, one of the two, and he starts seeing pink elephants, and that's yeah. where that whole image came
0: from. Yeah. but
2: guess who was behind that image? Walt Disney. Well, yeah, but deeper than that, who? How about um, MK Ultra? Uh, really? Yeah. Are you kidding? That's part of their part of their. Um, campaign to to in, infuse this into the human consciousness. This pink thing. elephants, yeah, and that's where the pink elephant in, in the Little Wayne video comes from. It's, so it's what they, a symbol? It's a it's symbolic. So is Little Wayne trying to tell us something? Well, or? yeah, it's it's, it's Illuminati symbolism. It's they're saying this is what we're doing to you, and we're going to show you it. Uh, yeah, and we're going to show you the symbols of it, and we're going to like put it in your face. And what are you going to do about it? That's a, what are you going to do that you're going to buy it that's yeah. what you're going to do well i mean the thing is it, that's that's where the nefarious part comes in i mean I, I don't watch little wayne anyway i could care less about him but um that's the thing that i mean there's a lot of people that think little wayne is really good i guess you know he's oh yeah uh, makes a lot of money somebody somebody's buying into his line of crap that he's selling whatever right. that is you know I, I i don't see the talent there but some people think he's talented i guess i don't know and maybe he is to some people that's their
0: thing but. There, but there is something grotesque about little Wayne oh well, he's
2: disgusting looking for one thing he looks he he looks almost like a um, a predator or something
0: yeah if you look at the imagery but that's I, my own are we so. talking predator from the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, movie or we, no, of, yeah. no 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 no. seriously yeah, yeah. I mean there's something there's something not right about his appearance yeah he looks repulsive to me I mean he, but, but people think he's good or
2: great or whatever whatever they I don't know what his appeal is it certainly has none for me, but um, I know when my son was younger, part of the culture was to like Little Wayne, you know. So, I mean, had all these videos out that you know when my son was in college and stuff. Or, I don't know. They, I don't think they even know why they like them. They
0: just everybody else
2: likes them, so. It gets like,
0: back. Like it, it gets. Thing, you know? It gets back to the entire thing of are we being indoctrinated through the media? Well, that's what I think Disney's doing. I think Disney's all part of that.
2: You know, and I know you probably we're probably going to get some hate mail from people about people who love Disney. And okay, I get that. But um, I I told you in another show that I I was in the video store one time, and my son was yeah he was seven or eight years old. So we were written a video, and it was a Disney video. It was yeah. um, Aladdin, I think. Yeah. And the guy, you know, there's a there was a video store geek, <laughs> you know, behind the counter. And Quentin uh, Tarantino. Well, it wasn't. I wish it was, but it wasn't. Uh, somebody like him, I guess. Yeah and he's he's like snickering when i was getting the aladdin yeah. video and i was like you know what, what what's what? with this you know And he says yeah you know what's in that and i said no and he said oh there's there's spliced images of sexual imagery in there if you slow it down to a certain p- speed you no can see shit. it yeah it's like it's like spliced into the like subliminal between was, yeah, yeah. subliminal so, to affect little kids to you know Whatever they're trying to do with that, I don't
0: know. Or a maybe it's
2: just because they can do it, I I, I don't know, you know. And the, and, the, and I've seen
0: if you, you can find it on the internet. If you I certainly will, out. and and there's certain there's certain things that are being taught in um in a lot of Disney videos and a lot of in a lot of fairy tales where yeah, and it's it's not all like sweetness and light. All the know? only people who can really, truly, genuinely be happy. Are the elites? Are the, are the are the princes and the princesses? And you know, only the people, only the elite, the one percent, can really ever be truly happily ever after. Well, now think it, about it, that it, for a second. Who who who's saying this? You or no? I mean, no. If you look, if you look at a like the if you look at the messages, whereas like Sleeping Beauty. Or Snow White. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, that they're always
2: held up to be the, right, the, the sort of demagogues or something. Right. Yeah, in that sense, um, that's true. But the message, the
0: the message is that the only people who are really, truly, happily ever after are the people who have been handpicked, like Snow White, to become the elite, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Cinderella, right. who is picked to be.
2: The One of the elites. Yeah, you whatever. have
0: to be chosen to be happily ever yeah, after.
2: To, right to ride in the.
0: You have to go through ride the. In the pumpkin. You have to go through the shit before you're mm-hmm. picked, especially if you're a woman, to be happily ever after. Because it's not the everyday Joes and and Josephines who are happily ever after. No, and that's
2: something to aspire to. That's that's you know what, what right. the message is that we. Um, should aspire to that. We probably won't get there, but right. we should aspire to that. So um, another another Disney movie he accessed was the uh, Fantasia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, that which has is, a lot. Which of has it. a lot of bizarre imagery in it. It does. Um, one of the one of the big ones is the. uh was it escape from from Devil Mountain. Something or, like that. Yeah. Um, if you look at the imagery in that, it's really Luciferian. It's t- it's t- it's terrifying. Yeah, and that's. Embedded into this "quote-unquote" Disney framework of you know, oh, wholesome sweet family wholesome entertainment, and light, sweetness and light. So, I don't know. We could probably do a whole show on Disney, but yeah, you know, it might not be too popular to let But, but I think people have to be aware of this kind of stuff. You know, people take Disney as oh, it's like the you know the American icon of right of the American dream or whatever. Yeah. And, and I think there's a there's a lot of underpinnings to it. And I think it's all part of the same agenda, really.
0: There's one thing that I I really wanted to get into, and I I know that this might might put you on the spot, but I specifically remember that there was an adult here in the region Mm
2: -hmm.
0: who was maybe your age, around your age, who was... I mean, a, a, a fully grown adult, I think he was well into his 50s or 60s, who was 50s, re- yeah, I know who you're talking really about. too much into Disney. Way, way too much way, for a grown man. Way, yeah. too much. Absolutely. I agree. There's people who,
2: you know, there's adults that go, I, I get Disneyland or Disney World for kids. I right. get that. I took my son there. He, he didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought, but uh, he, was, he was very scared. He was intimidated by the big Minnie Mouse and that kind of, of stuff. Of course. Um, so it wasn't like the biggest, he, you know, he, he was little, so I don't, I don't know how much he really absorbed from it, but, um, but you know, think about just, just the fact that, um, there's adults that just go there, just two adults, a husband and wife go there. Yeah. Well, what's with that? That's, I mean, I think it's for kids primarily, isn't it? I mean, that's what I think the intention of it is. Am I wrong about that or
0: we're not? Um... Jesus, how can I say this without alienating some of our listenership?
2: Go ahead, you can, you can It's an alien. We're doing an alien. We're agenda, doing so alien. We're
0: doing an alien agenda. Because the thing so is, so we is can that, alienate. Them. I, I remember when we were at, um, at at Animal Kingdom, and there was a couple who had, who just got married, and they had like a honeymoon suite, and they had a mm-hmm. thing hanging on the door saying "just married." And, you know, hanging on their door, like the doorknob, like, do not disturb, wink, wink, no, nudge, yeah. nudge, yeah. brown chicken, brown cow, kind of, you know. And it, and it was just like, well, wait a minute, you're on your honeymoon, and it, and it don't get, I mean, and here's the thing. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm a huge fan really? of Indiana Jones. Huge, huge. Wouldn't have known that. Really. And the thing is that they have, like, Star Wars land that's going to be opening in 2019. Mm-hmm. Are you going, Eric? If I get the chance, I would. But for one hundred and nineteen dollars a day, it better be fucking awesome.
2: Well, that's another thing. That's a good point. I mean, how many people can really afford that? I mean, there's a good portion of people in this country, no, who who can't afford one hundred twenty-four dollars a day per person to get into this fantasy land. Yeah. So think about that. Automatically, that sort of makes it more elite. Yeah. In some, in some sense. Yeah. You know, and really, do they really have to charge that much? <gasps> I mean do they need the money? I'm going to be a, want... How much money do you think the Disney No,
0: I I, th- has? I I think I, I don't th- even think they can count it. No, I I think that the reason why the ticket prices are so high is for so crowd control. Keep Well, that's part of it, I know, but
2: it also keeps the rip out too, you know. Yeah. So, it's an elitist kind of thing right there, just in, you know, that's that's what the <laughs> that's what Ivy League schools yeah. are about and and all those things that cost yeah. a lot of money to go to, it's to keep the you know, keep the Keep the riffraff out, so yeah. so all the elites can have their own little yeah club.
0: Exactly, so to speak. their blood club. And there there is something about that that is wow. Like you made it. Like you are you are a part of the American dream because damn it, you made it to mm-hmm. Disney World. Right. Not to mention
2: how many people got tromped over so that you could so your ancestors could make their money. You know how many. How many people were sacrificed for for you to be able to How many go worked? to go to yeah. Brown or Yale or whatever? Yeah, I mean the Brown brothers from, <laughs> were the founders of Brown were slave traders. Yeah, so there you go. So they you know they have no you know they have no upper hand or. Upper, I'm trying
0: to remember, they have what, no
2: reason to stick their nose in the air.
0: But the thing is, is it, but the but I mean we're, we're picking on Disney here. And, but Disney is only like, it's just the tip of the iceberg. There are so many things. Just one portion of of the whole picture. And and the thing is, like, you look at something like Star Trek. Star Trek is there to indoctrinate you into the idea of a united federation of planets. And someday everything is going to be, you know, ice cream, cookies and cream. If we all just learn to get along with Mm -hmm. the aliens, Mm -hmm. technology will solve every problem.
2: And who knows that there isn't some agenda there. You know, in that kind of
0: thinking, yeah. Uh, Trust and believe in the yeah. aliens,
2: but all of these things are ju- are just really surface things. I think. I yeah. think the true, e- even like this billionaires club, they're they're not the the true power. No, they're they're just. Um, I think they make some kind of deal with whoever they make the deal with to get to the place where they are. You know,
0: get, it, it gets um, it gets back to human conditioning. We're being conditioned. Yeah,
2: it really does. It really does. We're
0: being conditioned to think a certain way. We're being conditioned to believe a certain thing. Whereas for the longest time, it was the churches.
2: Well, I was just going to get to that. I was just going to get to that. And and, and again, I'm going to probably get some letters about this. But um, I I think religion was created for that very purpose. I think all the the world religions were created um, by the same agenda to control people I yeah. think about what you know what, what what is the single biggest problem area that's creating fear and um, worldwide consternation right now politics I mean well a little more specific than that
0: <laughs> President Trump I guess
2: no, well it's it's tied in with that but I mean ISIS right yeah the whole threat of terrorism and <clears throat> radical Islamic terrorists and things like that sure. well it, it's religiously based, isn't it?
1: It depends it's, it's, on it, who
2: you ask. Well, how can it not be? It's the Muslims versus That's where we're that's where
0: we're that's what we're being told. Isn't
2: that well, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. But um that's that's really what the overriding notion is, right? That these there's these horrible Muslims that are trying to kill people. And that's been not that's not a new agenda. That's been no. going on for almost ever. You yeah. Know? I mean the Christians you know, they, they go, when go they back came to, into their their
0: own, they they started slaughtering people. Go back you know? to the Crusades. Go far back to the Crusades yeah, and, and go look back at further than that even the think, war between the, the Christians and the Muslims right. and the and mm-hmm. the Crusades. I mean, come on now, people. So
2: my point is that is, is that these things were set up to be um, control mechanisms. Yeah, and we've you know we've talked about this before, so it's not a new topic. But sort of like um, the
0: legend of the Tower of Babel whereas if people had a unified vision and a unified goal mm-hmm. and a unified language who knows what we could be able to con- to, to, to do to complete and right. then whomever was in charge had said oh i got to put an end to this Cre- split people up into different That's groups supposedly languages. why different
2: languages were created to right. keep people keep people separate so this is not a new agenda no this is this is a, i mean if if you um You know, if you read the gods of Eden, I don't know how far along you were in that. I know you're still reading it. Yeah. I mean, he makes a a very strong point for that. that
0: Yeah. This is, this is an age old. Yeah. It's,
2: it's, you know, it's the shell game.
0: It's yeah. It's the, it's the alien (laughs) agenda. And the mm -hmm. thing is, is that, I mean, I think the alien agendas are to segregate humanity, put people into boxes, put Mm -hmm. people into labels. Right to better control them so that we
2: only view ourselves as separate entities rather than um, a, a giant our, human collective
0: connectedness yeah and then you have the hybrid program which is going on mhm and then you have the thing is is that you know they're they're breeding us <clears throat> for what what a workforce or something and then there are some that's what was the original intention that's mm-hmm. the original intention who's to say that it's not still the the, the intention mhm
2: then then you get into things like chipping and, yeah. and, you know, all those things that are just more types of enslavement.
0: A shout out to my brother here for a second, because yesterday he posted something where it's like he went to his cell phone and he got a message saying that Facebook will alert you when these friends in your contacts are on Facebook. He didn't remember giving Facebook permission to do that, to go through his mm, contacts. I they just kind of took it. They just
2: kind of took yeah. it. Well, that's kind of what and, happens. And,
0: right? and we're giving it's a danger we're giving these corporations, um, Microsoft, Google, Yahoo, not quite so much Yahoo mm-hmm. anymore, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're giving them all this access to where they're commingling information on our cell all phones right. on our right. and our laptops for know, convenience. Really? Well, convenience, and, and it it gets
2: it gets weird because, like, if you if you do a Google search or something for, I, I was doing one on uh, shower enclosures. This is kind of ridiculous, okay. but, and then all of a sudden, like, I'd go into different websites and this pop-up ad would come up for different types of shower enclosures. So, right. How the hell did that happen? Well, what, you know, bro, for, That well, information first, gets shared somehow. Yeah. You know, and who knows what else gets shared. Exactly. You know? That's why you have to be really careful about what you what right. you put out there, you know, because it can come, come back and.
0: Like Sounds husbands crazy. and wives using the same computer together and a pop-up ad comes for, come you know, pops up for Ashley Madison or, or f- flashlights or whatever. I don't for know who that is. You know, for, you know, it's a, it's a dating service for, oh. for people who are married who want to, life, oh. Oh. life oh. is short, have an affair. Yeah, I that mean. That kind of creepy shit. Who knows? I mean, yeah, it's, it's really scary kind of in a
2: way, you know, and, and who knows that it's not all tied together in some kind of a big plan you know to, to keep us in a certain spot which is not an enlightened spot for sure
0: so we're, so we're running out of time we're mm-hmm. we're at the point I'm, I'm like the 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 therapist's office we're running out of time right. so before we end our session is so what is the alien agenda under 50 words or less
2: well i think there's two okay i, I think there i think there's an alien agenda that is who and, and this is different groups of aliens I think one set of aliens or maybe more than one is their intention is to um, enslave the human race mm-hmm. and become masters mm-hmm. and and the other intention is, is a more uh, benign intention is to, to raise us up um, spiritually and, and vibrationally so that we become more yeah um ingrained in the in the universal community yeah Uh, now I think we're considered sort of adolescents or uh, maybe even children in terms of our level of development yeah to the point where we wouldn't be considered to be part of of a more universal Federation or something right so I so I think there's that intention too um then I think they're vying for for control of the human race In some sense,
0: they're fighting each other for control and Mm -hmm. dominating the future. of.
2: And the one group is keeping us in conflict, keeping us fearful, keeping us um, in a state of anarchy, sort of in some social anarchy or whatever, however you want to classify it. And the other group is, I think, trying to help us um, move toward a more more evolved state of being. Um, Which one will win? I don't know. Hard to say. It's up to us. I think we each have that choice to make.
0: Yeah, really is
2: what it comes down to, as it always does. What do you think, Eric? What's your what's your spin?
0: Um, I, th- I I think that it's like I agree with you for you know on most points. I think that there is there's a program of hybridization and colonization. Mm-hmm. I think that that they're here. They're already here. I mean, if you listen, if you listen to some of the people that we mention, and, and go to a show page, metaphysicalpodcast.com, dot show number 50 alien agenda and we i have video of people who come forward and say look they're already here Mm -hmm. it's not like independence day it's not like the day the earth stood still it's just like they just moved in the neighborhood and they just started taking over they've been here
2: i think they've been here for eons but there are some in one shape or but form. But there
0: are some groups that just showed up within the past 100 years. Maybe and yeah, there and, might be new additions. And to they the, just showed up and they, the and they and they set up housekeeping. Mm-hmm. And the, there's the entire notion. I mean, and I, and I make a joke about David Wilcox because he he looks he looks he he looks like an awkward dude. The huge freaking forehead. Yeah. Wow. Well, and some that's, of his mannerisms, I think, is that I think he's I think that they there are people among us. Who are one of them, and they're here for their own agenda. And some of them, and I think this goes by an end of the case by case of individual basis. I think that there are people here who are looking to push Earth and humanity into a certain direction. Funnel humanity into a certain mm. direction. And well, then,
2: I personally think he's trying to enlighten people, but yeah. I
0: think he's one of the good ones. If yeah. he is one of them, well, as you're going well.
2: by his visual appearance too. I mean, that, and that's he still, and I, there's yeah. also
0: something about him that is a little—I uh, mean, it's just spiritual, but on a different level. Now he's a little quirky. He's a little quirky, but but that's okay. I'm, I'm okay well, with that. There's I, people, I I'm that a, are a lot quirkier I, I, than I'm that. I'm a little quirky myself, mm. but but then there are. The thing is, we are a, a mere resource for these these alien occupiers. We are just we're here to serve a purpose for them, and we can argue and can we? We didn't divide. even get
2: into wars.
0: You know, we, yeah. we, we we could have talked about that. You know? Are we being harvested? How wars
2: are being fought by us to to you know increase the wealth of of. You know, the rich people. The 1%. And right, and that's why wars are started. But,
0: I, but the thing is, I also think that the They're reason They're rich off of wars. I think you know? that the reason why so many of these wars exist mm-hmm. is because we are part of a breeding program of of future super soldiers. But we fight the wars. You know, we're we the
2: fight, ones who get talked into fighting. We right. fight the wars with each other. We're the guise of patriotism. And, and, and at the and
0: end of stuff. these wars, we— We've whittled, we've whittled the population down, and we have a collection of, of soldiers who, who knows if we're being bred for some super war, some super space war in the future. Who knows? who knows? Hard to say. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I wouldn't either, but hard to say. Because the thing is, what's the one thing that we know how to do really well? Um, as as human beings What's the one thing That we're rules. really good at Follow rules Even uh, more specific than that But right. yes Follow rules and follow orders I don't know Where are you We going? are really super good At making war
2: Well When you say we I, I don't want to be included in that Because I don't, I don't have any Humanity in general Yeah No I don't even think that's true I think it's a certain st- portion of humanity that benefits from wars yeah and they sell the war to the rest of the people who actually go out and have to fight the war yeah and end up maimed and dead or or worse whatever um you know psychologically unbalanced for the rest of their life and they just stuff money in their pockets you know that's what that's what the the whole defense system is based on a very few elite people making a whole bunch of money off of
0: war and and the or or the pretense of war, anyway. I mean, maybe I'm becoming more of a hippie in my old age. But, I, I mean, I'm looking at it, whereas it's like, okay, we have all Get of these. Get yourself some strike bell bottoms. Hell to the no. <laughs> but you look at this, and the thing is, is that we build these machines of war. Ah, oh, shit, now we need to come up with a, 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 a an excuse so we can see, hey, now aren't you glad that we have these super smart bombs and the stealth fighters Aren't you glad that we got these now? Yeah, it's it's all a, it's all a, a joke. Really. Yeah, it's all it's you know
2: there wouldn't be any wars if if the common person didn't go and fight them. The, the people who start the wars are not going to go fight them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like a, a battle of five guys against another five guys. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they don't do it. They start the war and then they make a whole bunch of money off of it. You know? Yeah. It goes way back. It's back forever. It goes back to the, like the American Revolution when the. The, the German states leased their Hessian, Hessian soldiers to the English to fight over here because they, they couldn't get enough English soldiers but here. that's
0: what I, but that's what I'm talking about and they made about. a whole bunch of money off of it those,
2: those German states made a huge amount of money off of that there's a segment of the population they weren't going over there there's those a,
0: kings weren't going over there and fighting they were a sending
2: s- these poor schmucks over there but you know,
0: maybe that's part of the
2: breeding program. Maybe it is. I, I think it is. I do think. I think that's part of the whole thing to to get a mindset going so that when a war gets started, people say, oh, my God, I got to go fight for my country, you know? I'm proud right, to be the, an let's, American. Let's put, the, put the flag up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, you I, know you, I never
0: had such an inclination, but, you know. You, yeah, it's I, just me. You know, but I mean, you you look at this and you look at... I mean, and, and I I used to be one of those dudes who used to like, yeah, let's hey, let's because eh, what if Saddam's Hitler and yeah, let's. Yeah. Well,
2: and and I'm not diminishing the people who who do that. No, I'm not, I'm really not the soldiers. I'm 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 not. I don't, that's not my intention. But my intention is to to bring the point forward that people are being duped. Right. And and people don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They're just doing it out of a false sense of patriotism or whatever, um, or, or you know, if they they really feel that strongly about it.
0: But they ought to stop and think about why they're doing what they're I mean, doing. I mean, you know? we, uh, you and I both, we have friends on Facebook who are arguing and fighting and saying some of the meanest shit to each other about about the, the presidency, mm-hmm. about <clears throat> about the the election last year, right? And the thing is, is that don't forget that there are pictures of 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 Donald Trump and Bill Clinton and Hillary of Clinton course. and yeah. Donald Trump's lawyer. and the thing I'm is, I'm convinced is
2: they all get together in some room after the whole thing's over and have a big laugh over if it. If
0: you if you if you watch the 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 party or the lunch that they had after the inauguration yeah. and the way the the, uh, the way Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were yeah. talking to each other,
2: right, why did she even go to that? I was, I was her; wouldn't even have gone, but she was there, you know. So it's because it's fake. Because it's, it's well, it's fake. like you said earlier, it's a puppet show yeah and, and you know you can get mad at the puppets if you want sure. which is what they want you to do it's it's the puppeteers that you really should be getting mad at but if you don't know who they are that's the, that's the thing yeah and they might be they might be aliens <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's all part of an agenda <laughs> They might
2: be they might be the ones really pulling the strings for all and we don't stuff. and we don't understand their end game yet we don't i don't know we do we can conjecture about it but um they're pretty good at masking what's going on yeah you know, so we're, we're like the magician as we've the reference we've had many times is that you know they're very good at having you watch one hand when the when the real thing is going on right. with the other hand you know that's where the trick is done yeah know? while the
0: other hand is the one that you see so yeah. i think that's what it really what it comes right. down to so. Anyway, that's a perfect place to leave it. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect place for us to end the podcast. Right. I'd like but to get some input from our listeners. What, I was just they, about to get are, to that. Oh, okay, I ahead. was just, just about to get to that. I meant to preempt you. So anyway, Walt and I had a conversation about the show numbers, and we've noticed an uptick in our show numbers. But here's what I need a lot of everybody to do: I need you to go over to SoundCloud, um, and we have links on the main page. Go to SoundCloud. Go to iTunes google play however you listen to the podcast and even the the show page what we really need to do is we need to know how many of you listen to the podcast and what we need to know is is that what are we doing right what are we doing wrong what do you what do you need more of we need to know the show numbers not cowbell not cowbell what do we need more of uh and let
2: us know. What let you us think. know. We're, you know, do you think there's any merit to what we're talking C- about? Because we, we're, we're do you think we're delusional? You can think whatever you want to think. That's we we fine. just need as long to, as you're thinking. And
0: that's, we just—that's all I care about. We just need to know about the direction of the show for yeah. the next 50 podcasts because right. we've done 50 shows. Right. And our numbers... And give us some ideas for stuff that we may not think of. So subscribe whatever. So subscribe to the podcast. We want to become more interactive, I guess. That's exactly what we want. And, and go to Twitter. Go to Dr. Physical Accidents. Yeah. You, you can you can
2: call Eric up and record a, um, a statement or a question yeah. or whatever and put th- it on the th- show.
0: Because th- I think that in two weeks we're going to have the call-in show. Oh, well, we are. While, okay. while you're away on vacation, yeah. I'm going to have a call-in show. Okay.
2: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. I did. The thought just occurred I, to I me. may call in. Subscribe to the show and let us know what you think. Go to I'll iTunes. Call in and
2: disguise my voice. I have a heavy southern draw.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, boy, you got a pretty male. <laughs> I want to take you to the prom. <laughs> I'm, I'm down here polishing the guides. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they're calling it these days? That's what kids call oh, it. Right? Yeah. Whatever you want to polish is up to you. All right, guys. So don't forget to click <laughs> yeah, subscribe. Good idea.
2: All right. Are we done? I think we're done.
1: This has been the Metaphysical Connection podcast from the Fedora Chronicles Network. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, or Player FM. You can find our podcast via your Apple, Android, or Windows devices using those services and more. If your favorite podcast service or program doesn't feature us, let us know by shooting us an email via info at thefedorachronicles.com. That's also a great way to get in touch with Walt, Jim, and Eric, and let us know what you think of the podcast, as well as topic suggestions for a future show. If we use your suggestion... We'll send you a t-shirt or coffee mug. Just send along your size and preference with your email. You can be a part of the metaphysical connection between shows by joining us on our social media accounts. You can find us on Facebook by going to our metaphysical connection group and following us on Twitter at physics laxative. Most importantly, you can support the show by hitting the Patreon button on all of our show pages, metaphysicalpodcast.com patreons of the show get specials such as getting the podcast a day before the rest of the audience heads up about future episodes and other exclusives want some metaphysical connection swag of your own get your own damn metaphysical connection coffee mugs t-shirts keychains and barbecue aprons at our zazzle page my house is full of them yours should be too find them at www.zazzle.com slash fedora chronicles don't forget to check out our show sponsor the trinity whip company Traditionally made kangaroo whips, top quality craftsmanship, in form as well as function. Handcrafted by Blake Brunning. Find his products at www.trinitywhipco.com. So for Walt, Jim, and Eric, this is Carol Fisk thanking you for listening and signing off. Until next time, keep your chin up and your bra, excuse me, fedora on.
2: I love little Wayne